Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Welcome this morning to Spotlight. I'm excited to announce today's show's topic. Today, we're talking all about transformation. I have two really special guests that have transformed their own lives and are now helping to transform the lives of other people. And our first guest today, I'm, I'm particularly excited about. I've gotten to know her um, as she has been a client of mine. And I have watched this lady go from earning literally $50 an hour to $500 an hour. She is helping people transform their businesses along with their personal lives. And let me just tell you a little bit about her. Carolyn K. McGraw, she is a spiritually minded entrepreneur and she truly is playing at a higher frequency. She is an intuitive business consultant. She helps her clients reach their full potential by using cutting-edge techniques to clear negativity and limiting beliefs in the way of greater health, happiness, and prosperity. So if you are ready to take a quantum leap forward and live the reality of your ideal vision, listen to what Carolyn has to say. Make sure you have a pen, a paper, uh, a computer screen, because she is going to teach you some things that will help you transform your life. And just speaking from my heart here, this is something that I personally believe in, is that this life... Our life here is all about transforming. It's all about becoming better and using the lessons that we learn in life to be able to lead and guide others and fulfill our potential here on earth. So, Carolyn, are you there? Hello, Allison. Thank you for having me today. I'm very excited. I'm excited to have you. Now, I know a lot about you, but people listening don't. So I thought we could start today by talking a little bit about your journey, and I'm sure the question on everybody's mind who's listening, anybody who's an entrepreneur anyway, is wondering, you know, how did you get from where you were to where you are from earning $50 an hour to earning $500 an hour, from struggling to get clients to now really being a respected, intuitive business coach? So can you, can you start off just by telling us how you got to where you were, from where you were to where you are today? Yes. Thank you. I started out as a teacher, and then I trained as a a clinical hypnotherapist, and I was growing my little business, and I really wanted to help other people break through their their blocks and issues, and um, but my business wasn't helping me. It it just wasn't. I didn't know. I didn't have the tools how to grow, how to uh, reach a bigger audience. Um, So circumstances changed in my life and I had to become the breadwinner so I had to go out and get that 9 to 5 job so I had to go back into teaching it's not what I wanted to do it's not where I wanted to be but I had an incredibly rewarding experience doing that and that's you what know, I it, found it's interesting and, you bring up a couple points here. I just want to spend just a moment on a couple of these points because I think there's a great learning opportunity in these for anybody that's listening. And first of all, to quote one of my mentors, sometimes you don't know what you're capable of until you have to know what you're capable of. And I think that was interesting that you found yourself in a position where you really had this ability or capability, but until you were forced to be the breadwinner, um, you didn't really know what that was. And, and that's often made me think, you know, if I really had to know, if I was really forced 
to, you know, be the breadwinner or forced to, you know, do this or do that, what would I be capable of? The other thing that I think was interesting that you mentioned too that that's worth writing down or learning from is you mentioned that in your business you were often the one giving back, but one day you realized, you know, what am I really getting out of this? And I think a lot of us entrepreneurs with big hearts tend to make that mistake if we really put more into our business and really our businesses could be giving more back to us. So thank you for sharing those those two learning tips. Yes, I fully agree with you, Allison, on that. And I, I was glad that I followed my prompting to find this school and find this position and that it helped polish my own skills and gifts and talents. And what I found was that my talent was helping other people find, discover their talent and their gifts in, in serving the world and their, finding their life purpose. And one way I did this was I was working in a, uh, at a school, inner city school, and uh, at-risk youth. And I started using poetry, and I found the therapy and the poetry in their writing from their heart, um, their, that pain from their heart, the emotional wounds, writing it, sharing it, expressing it. And then I, I found that I was able to see their gift, encourage them, and then find opportunities for them to develop further, which was incredible mm-hmm. that they, they have gone on to perform and host, and headline, and write, and inspire other people with their poetry. Wow, I bet that's so fulfilling, you know, as it is to me to see my clients shine, Um, and it's been so great to see you on this journey and on this path, but to see the people you work with really step into their potential. And I think it's worth mentioning, I did publish a poem of Carolyn's. She's a fantastic writer and poet. I published one of those poems in the last edition of the Spotlight magazine, So if you want to check out some of her poetry, go there. Um, Yeah, so so really interesting journey um, that you went through. So after helping these kids and seeing them really shine, uh, what happened from there? Well, I knew I had to write a book about my experience and uh, their experience and this journey of poetry, healing poetry. And so that's that's where I started. Um, I want to write a book. um, I want to speak and share this story and help these students further um, in their talent. So um, I began with uh, the, the story that I'm writing, Beauty in the Pain, Discovering the Hidden Masterpiece Within. And I felt really frustrated working um, for someone else. Uh, it was limiting. Mm-hmm. It was rigid. I, I had all these big dreams that I wanted to do, and I couldn't do them. So... I know I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to do it in my own way. And that my intuition, that's one of my, my talents is my intuition and helping others develop their intuition was led me to a book called Soul Intuition on Amazon. Guess who the author is? Oh, you're going to make me blush. How are you? <laughs> yes, but I'm Allison. here through the phone. You're so sweet. <laughs> Allison Larson wrote this awesome book, and I had to have it. I love the title, Helping Other, Help Discover Your God-Given Gifts. Was that, was that the tagline? Mm-hmm. Allison? Yes, yes. Okay, so I said, that's what I'm about. I got to do this. I got to read this. And so as I'm reading her book, I'm like, wow, she's like me. She's 
uh, similar backgrounds, similar gifts, and she has accomplished what I aspire to do. So I knew, ding, 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 my intuition, you got to know this woman, you got to work with this woman. So I emailed her, and I didn't even know that you were a business coach, a business mentor. So um, we started working together, and just in a couple months, my business has just taken off in incredible, amazing things have been happening. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. Despite what all of you listening may think, I did, I did not set that up. <laughs> did not set that up. But, but I do appreciate what you have to say. And I think there is an important lesson in that too. I think, you know, what's, what's the biggest struggle is a lot of times we move into our left brain logic when it comes to business. We move into really that masculine energy of give, 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 push, push, push. And really, to achieve ultimate success, to be able to align ourselves with our purposes and to create a business that we can truly feel fulfilled and happy in creating and in promoting and in growing, we need to listen to that intuition. Now, you know, some people call it a gut feeling. Some people call it, you know, a heart feeling. Some people call it, you know, a thought or impression that's in their head. But what I've learned and what you've learned, Carolyn, and now what you are really succeeding in helping people to do in their businesses and in their life is to be able to learn how to listen to that intuition so that you can grow and, and, and fulfill your potential both in business and in life. So I appreciate you following that intuition. You've definitely been a blessing in my life, and oftentimes I feel like I learn just as much from my clients as I teach them, and one of the things that I've learned from you is, and one of the things I've admired about you is your ability to quickly listen to your intuition, not question that, and move forward. You know, there have been times where I've suggested that you do something, and it's last minute, and you're like, yep, I'm supposed to do that, and you do that, so I think that's Mm -hmm. definitely, you know, been a factor in your success. So if you were to pinpoint it, so you know, literally you went from earning $50 an hour to $500 an hour. If you were to tell the people listening, if you're to tell me or the audience, what is the one thing that you did to jumpstart your business? You've given us kind of your journey. You've said a couple of things. If you could pinpoint it to one thing, if somebody's out there saying, you know what, I can identify with what Carolyn's saying. Um, you know, I can, can identify with feeling frustrated and struggling in my business, and I want to be where she is today. What would that one thing be? Building a support team. That was the biggest, best investment I made in hiring my business mentor. Um, it was a significant investment. I didn't have a job. I didn't have the income. My savings wasn't there. But, again following intuition said, you got to do this. And I found if you really want something bad enough and you really believe, you can find a way. So I found the way. And to quote my my favorite movie, Napoleon Dynamite, he says, just follow your heart. That's what I do. So every time I got the prompting, do this, talk to this person, read this book, go to this, it has led to incredible opportunities. Yeah, I love that. Now, there's something that, uh, a question that's sticking out in my mind. You've used the term prompting a couple of times throughout this radio show so far. And, you know, being um, an intuitive business coach, I kind of understand what that means. But 
how would you describe that? What is that prompting? How does that, what does that feel like or look like to you for somebody who's wanting to follow their intuition, who's wanting to trust more in uh, the feelings that they get? How would you describe a prompting? Well, that's a great question, Allison. Yes, um, sometimes uh, an idea just kind of floats into my head or I'll just get kind of a, a chill or a little goosebump, like pay attention to this. And sometimes it will repeat, but I, I've learned to trust and follow what, what just kind of, um, and you know, that often can come like in a meditation, um, prayer, meditation, that you can feel these promptings and it's like tuning into your heart, tuning into the wisdom mm-hmm. of your heart. I think you bring up a really interesting point and one that is often overlooked in today's business world, and that is the power of stillness. And what you're describing, feeling those promptings, those things that have allowed you really to move forward at a fast pace often come during those still moments in your life. Is that right? Yes. And actually, I learned that from you, Allison. Thank you so much. One of the things you taught me was just sit and be open to receive um, inspiration and wisdom. And it was a little different than, than a meditation. It was just like, all right, well, what's the most important thing for me to do today? What, wh- where does my attention need to go? When I had so many things to focus on, I, did, I was you know, confused. What, where do I put my attention? So just doing that five minutes in the morning, you know, what is the most important? And just let that come. And that has led me to work smarter rather than harder. You know, I love that you that you said that. I remember reading something once. The Dalai Lama was asked uh, by somebody. They said, you have really busy days sometimes. Those really busy days, what do you do? And he said, well, I meditate two hours instead of one. And that really struck me. And I think it is about living a life of intention rather than attention. And... Um, I just wanted to share a real quick story about this because you bring up a really great point. I was talking with a, a good friend of mine, Brett Vogel, who is also a, a speaker that I've connected with from different stages. And if you don't know who he is, check him out. He's, he's a great guy to be connected to. But Brett was telling me that he had been thinking a lot about attention versus intention been reading a book about it. And he said, you know, really, when we, when we live a life where we're just paying attention, it's like we're a bystander, it's like we're just observing life. But when we live a life of intention, knowing what we want to create, then that's when we really can be uh, a, a part of our life. Uh, we can not be the bystander, but we can be someone who's experiencing life. And just my real quick story, and then I, I want to end on this, and we're going to come back to Carolyn again after commercial break. But, but the story, the story is this: uh, I've been staying in, in Dana Point, California. I've been there several times on business. Uh, this was like the sixth or seventh time I'd stayed there, and I was actually staying on, on a friend's boat. And this boat was on the very south point of the harbor and just on the other side of the boat this big rock wall and every time I'd been there I thought well this is lovely I love Dana Point the only thing that would make it better is if there was just uh, a beach with waves because they had a little beach in the bay area no waves and I love the sound the crashing of waves very peaceful it's where I do a lot of my meditation and a lot of my receiving and um as as 
as I was there visiting, I decided to climb to the top of a cliff I'd never been to. And when I climbed to the top of the cliff, I saw something that was profound. About 100 yards away from where I was staying on the other side of that rock wall is one of the largest beaches in Southern California, Doheny State State Beach. And I had never known it was there. And I thought, you know, every time I was down there, I thought, I will pay attention to if I see a beach. But had I been living a life of intention, I would have discovered very quickly and easily that less than 100 yards away from me is a beach with waves. And how often in our life do we just say, well, I'm going to pay attention to if an opportunity comes to make more money. I'm going to pay attention to maybe, you know, what I should do in life or pay attention to how my kids are feeling or pay attention to my spouse. But how different would life be if we actually, you know, set that intention? And I think that's what you were describing. Is that right? Yes. I so believe in the power of intention. It's huge. As I, I set my intention, it, my goal, and writing it down, I found so much power <clears throat> in writing it and then seeing it, suddenly the goal kind of magically happens without me doing much to it, doing much effort. And I thought, wow, this, this setting your intention for your day, what you want to accomplish, what kind of day do you want to have, a relaxing day, a fun day, uh, you know, get a lot done day, whatever it is, setting that intention in the morning and writing it down brings, brings things faster and easier to you. I love that. Now, when we come back, we're going to hear from Carolyn three strategies that transformed her business in a weekend, literally in a weekend. So you want to get your pen and your paper ready. And Carolyn, just to recap, in case anybody didn't write it down before, uh, what was the best thing you did to jumpstart your business? Get a, get a support team. Hire a business mentor consultant to help you get clarity and focus and uh, just that believing in you and that you're not alone. Love it. Okay, and so one question for you is how could people get a hold of you if they like what you have to say? And again, we're going to come back with more phenomenal information from Carolyn. If they like you, if they are resonating with you, if they're getting that prompting or that intuitive feeling like they might want to connect with you more, how could they connect with you, Carolyn? Yes, my website is carolynkmcgraw.com. And on there I have Yes, a free audio uh, meditation to help you let go of these blocks in the way of reaching your success and happiness and health. So very valuable information. Write that down, carolynkmcgraw.com. Go and get her free meditation. When we come back again, we're going to hear the three strategies that transform Carolyn's business in a weekend. We'll see you in a minute. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Greg Reed Show takes you behind the scenes with some of the most successful entrepreneurs and influencers the world has to offer. Greg S. Reed is known as a master storyteller and a highly sought after motivational keynote speaker. You'll learn that successes have their downsides and challenges as well. Find out how Greg and his guests have overcome these challenges to become some of the top influencers today. Listen to The Greg Reed Show, Mondays at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Influencers. 
Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back, everybody. Today we're listening to Carolyn K. McGraw. Hey, listen, this is a lady who's gone from making $50 an hour to $500 an hour uh, from, from, you know, doing something that she liked to do, but really not receiving as much benefit as she could. She's now helping a lot of people and feeling happy and content in her business. So, Carolyn, so honored to have you here. And thank you so much for being on and sharing these tips that you have learned uh, to transform your life and your business to really fulfill your potential and create what you want in life. So, okay, the question that we talked about before break that I'm sure everybody wants to know is, and I, I'm eager to know, too. I don't, I don't think I know this. What are the three strategies that transformed your business in a weekend? Well, thank you, Allison. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, was my business mentor uh, being intuitive and leading me and guiding me and uh, helping me follow what was coming to me intuitively? And that was first, um, I had mentioned before, I set my intention. I need helpful, supportive kind people helping me grow this on my my team that I'm not all alone trying to do everything. It's too much, you know. I So that, setting my intention, writing it down. Then I changed my target market. This was huge. I was trying to please everybody. I wanted to help every everyone out there, um, but I learned the power of finding your niche and and the, asking myself the question, who do I really enjoy working with? Who, who, what, where am I getting a pleasant um, opportunity and enjoying this type of client? And that was entrepreneurs. I, the positive and the go-getter, and um, I was learning from them. So I was like, I, I believe I can help entrepreneurs. I have something of value. I, I enjoy talking to them, learning from them. So I want to work with entrepreneurs. And within minutes, I had an opportunity to network and attend a mastermind meeting with very successful entrepreneurs, and that led me to, and that, that I had to take a risk. I had to drop everything, drive six hours, go to this meeting where I felt like, wow, I don't know if I belong with these these incredible successful people yet. Uh, I'm not quite there yet, but at that moment, 
um, but just rubbing shoulders with people that are doing what you want and have been successful, I think is very inspiring. So within a few hours of being in this mastermind meeting, taking that risk, following my intuition, and changing my target market, I received an opportunity to produce and host my own TV show. Woohoo! That's, that's very exciting, and I, I love what you've said so far, you know, about really setting a clear intention about changing your target market, and then really, you know, recognizing those opportunities. It, just real quick, one thing I've noticed is so many people try and be vanilla. Nobody really mm-hmm. wants vanilla. What do, what do I mean by that? What am I saying by that? I'm talking about ice cream. Okay, you know, everybody loves vanilla ice cream, but when you go to, to Baskin-Robbins, you go to Cold Stone, nobody gets just vanilla ice cream. They always want something with more flavor or something, you know, add in things that are very specific to their taste. And I love how you said that because I think one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of entrepreneurs make is they try and be vanilla ice cream. They try and and uh, have a target market that's too broad and too general. And because they aren't specific enough, nobody ends up hiring them. So I really appreciate you saying that. Yes, thank you. And one other thing I wanted to mention, too, was uh, the, I believe that I found in my own life and how, what I help my clients is you got to get your personal life balanced. Uh, things that are draining your energy, you can't show up 100% in your business. Because when you change one thing in your life, other areas start to shift. And I found that. And like, you know, I need to have everything aligned if I really want to help people. So I got to be that example. So I I had, there was a goal I had that I hadn't reached that was really difficult. And I'm going to admit it right here. I had an addiction. And my addiction was sugar. I was addicted to sugar. I was that person, hand over the chocolate, nobody gets hurt. And I have really... <laughs> that sounds kind of familiar, yeah. Yes. Yep, so I, 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 knew, I, knew, I knew I had to improve myself and, and, you know, challenge myself. So I said, you know, if I do this one thing, you know, things keep going in a circle, in a cycle. I got to break out of the cycle, do something different. And so I did that. I cut out sugar and I got happier. And my family got happier because they noticed, hey, you're not so grumpy anymore. And then that built my confidence stronger. And it's like, hey, I accomplished something really difficult. It feels so good. I want to help other people have that really good feeling of conquering those things that are holding back the joys of life. So, I mean, sugar was a real big barrier for you. I'm sure it's a barrier for a lot of people. We may, you know, somebody may have different barriers. But speaking of barriers in general, you were able to have a major breakthrough. What's your what's your one tip? If there was one tip that you could tell somebody for breaking through that barrier, what would that be? That tip would be to not give up, to persevere and have support and let other people know what you're working on. Hey, I'm working on this. And maybe they they want to do that because that's what happened to me. My my family said, "Yeah, we want to we want to be healthier." And so we all were doing it, and it became, in, you know, more enjoyable rather than I have to do this. Um, so in, enrolling people into what you're doing is, is, again, that support system. We all need more support. We need our little cheerleaders saying, you can do it. Don't give up. Keep going. 
Yeah, I, I love that. You know, something that I found in my own life, too, that's been, been really helpful uh, is in addition to having the support system and, you know, really being gentle, and I think this goes along with not giving up on yourself, is oftentimes they use the just for today trick, you know, um, and, and I love sugar, too, but <laughs> if I were to say to myself, I am never, ever going to eat sugar again, the only time when I can really be successful is the last day of my life. I have all those days in between now and the last day of my life to to fail. And the chances that I'm going to have sugar are, are really high. So I'm basically setting myself up for failure. But if I can use the just for today formula, just for today, I'm not going to eat sugar. That's very doable. And you know what? If I mess up, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> you know, there's always another chance for success. So I love I love what you've had what you've had to say and what you've had to offer about that. And congratulations on breaking through that barrier. Now you actually have, because we know we're all going to fail, but you actually have what you call a failure formula. So this is probably something that I'm most of all the things that you, when we were talking about this radio show that you said you wanted to share, this is probably the one that I'm most excited about. And we don't have a lot of time left, but I definitely wanted to get to this. So if you're listening you want to write this down or re-listen to this recording or type it into your phone or your computer because this is truly a a formula that you want to remember and follow. Uh, I've seen it be successful. So, Carolyn, what is that formula? Okay, the failure formula is ignore your intuition. Don't follow it. Don't trust it. Stay in your comfort zone. Okay, so this is set you up. These are things that if you do them, you will, will fail, right? Guaranteed to fail. Okay, so Next if anybody one. out there wants a guarantee to fail, here, here you go. And then the stay, opposite is true, obviously. All right, next one was stay in your comfort zone. Don't take a risk. And number three, don't seek support. Do it all by yourself. And number four, remind yourself that you're not worthy. You're not good enough to receive good things in your life in abundance. So the opposite. Got to focus on success formula. Listen and follow and trust your intuition all the time. It will not lead you astray. Take risk daily. Do something that's scary every day, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because amazing opportunities come when you do that. Build your support team and believe in the possibility of the impossible. Love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And Carolyn, I know you wrote a book. For those of you who feel prompted or inspired, we've given you Carolyn's website, carolynkmcgraw.com. If you feel like you really want a support system, you want an intuitive business coach, somebody's going to help you to be balanced and happy, definitely want to reach out to Carolyn. Uh, tell us a little bit about your book too, Carolyn, uh, for those people who feel inspired to get more of you. Yes, so it's an audio book, and it's entitled Create the Vision, Launch the Dream, Enlightened Ways to Build a Prosperous Business. And that's going to be available uh, in August on my website, carolynkmcgraw.com. And what it's about is steps to shift your paradigm, break through your barriers, align with your purpose, flow into synchronicity, love that word, synchronicity, Uh, Flying Higher in Business and Life, Using Spiritual Marketing Strategies, Where Your Play is Your Work and Your Work is Your Play. I love it. Well, Carolyn, thank you so much for being on today. Congratulations on your success. Congratulations on your your show, your books. 
um, your clients, just everything you've been able to achieve. You truly are an inspiration. So thank you so much for joining us today. Our next guest, I am excited to announce uh, Matt Browning. And Matt is a phenomenal speaker. I first got connected with Matt even before I started my Speakers Coalition. Um, had him at my very first event that I held for speakers called Ultimate Connections and was truly touched by what he has experienced and uh, what he had to share. But just so you know, he has a bunch of letters after his name in his bio. Uh, I'm not sure what they mean, Matthew. You may have to clear these up, but MNLP, MTD, and MHT. He's actually a clinical hypnotherapist with a master hypnotherapist hypnotherapist, sorry, I'm saying hypnotherapist, because he does get me really hyped up when I listen to him, a master hypnotherapist, um, and he's a trainer of hypnotherapy, he's a master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming, or NLP, a master practitioner of time dynamics, and a certified master NLP success coach, oh my goodness, that is a mouthful of that. Uh, but but bringing it back into uh, layman's terms, Matt's just a really great guy. He knows a lot of stuff, and he's helped a lot of people. So, Matt, I'm going to totally give you permission to brag about yourself. I know you've helped a lot of people overcome addictions and find greater happiness. Did I did I get that right, Matt? <laughs> and do you have anything to add? Good morning, Allison. Hey, thanks for having me back on again. I sure appreciate it. <laughs> give Good my to tongue hear your voice. exercise today. <laughs> Good to hear you too, Matt. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. I, I love, I'm not even, man, that, that bio has been floating around the internet for uh, probably 10 years now. So I haven't done hypnosis in, in several years, but I'll tell you this. Um, I have for the last decade, I've been studying the human brain, human potential, and really what makes us human and what makes us make the decisions we make, good or bad, and what makes us stick with habits or break bad habits. And that really encompasses everything that I've been studying and teaching for the last 10 years, whether it's addictions or whether it's peak performance or uh, whether it's in the business arena. And we can certainly get into, I mean, whatever, uh, whatever you think is most interesting. Well, you know, I, I appreciate you saying that. And one of the things, Matt, and the reason why I wanted you on the show today is the topic is transformation. And I think... You know, what really intrigued me is you worked a lot with people with addictions. And I think sometimes we think addictions and we think drugs or we think alcohol or we think, you know, these things. But really, even just as Carolyn had talked about, we all have these addictions. And, and, and maybe they aren't even addictions. Maybe they're just the barriers that we're trying to break through so we can transform our life into something we really want it to be so that we can create and become who we're meant to be. And I've seen you do this from stage. I've talked to your clients who have come to your events. And over and over again, I've heard how you've helped them transform your life. And I wanted you to be able to share some of those tips with my audience today. Uh, because as I mentioned at the beginning, so that's what I believe this purpose of life is, is so we can transform, so we can become our best selves, and so that we can add to the value of the world. So, um, I... Do you have any specific tips or formulas for somebody who's really struggling to break through those barriers with either addictions or bad habits or just feeling like they're stuck where they are in life? Sure, sure. Um, And and I think it's it's one of the most fascinating topics because it's far-reaching. There's not a human on earth that doesn't struggle with this. The question is, is there ever something that... Like, so let me back up and define an addiction. So to me, an addiction is habitually doing something you don't want to do anymore. Or in some cases, habitually not doing a thing you know you do want to do. Mm-hmm. 
So let me give you an example, right? The first one might be, uh, I, I keep eating a certain kind of food, but I know I want to be healthy. So I have this inner conflict where most of me wants to be healthy, fit, energetic, etc. But I, I still keep making these decisions of eating the Krispy Kreme donut or having the late night beer or whatever it is. But the other side is equally true. Sometimes we're addicted to not doing things. Like uh, people come, uh, one of the biggest questions I get is how do you stop procrastination or sleeping in, you know, kind of the, the laziness that I'm not a lazy person, but I can't seem to get up in the morning. And that's the opposite. It's actually not, uh, that's not the place to approach. The reality is we're habitually not doing something. The question is what, do you, what, mm-hmm. is it, what is it you actually want to do as far as getting up in the morning um, or cleaning up the house or whatever that is. So we'll either put things off and not do things or we'll keep doing the thing that's not good for us. And human psychology, we're, I mean, neuroscientists will tell you that we are wired, hard, hard wired to avoid pain, to gain pleasure. And that's where our habits come from. Every habit, in fact, this might be a fun definition, um, defining habits meaning any behavior that is either going to give us pleasure or avoid pain that happens over time eventually will become a habit. If if it gives us enough pleasure, if it gives us enough avoidance of pain, it will eventually become a habit. Just something we do repeatedly without thinking about it. And the question I got, I guess, is right now is, do we have any habits that hurt us? Do we have any habits that, man, you look at that and go, you know, I could probably do without this, whether it's just trolling social media or whether it's something we're eating or whether it's, uh, you know, uh, people even get in habits of negative behaviors, negative uh, emotions, arguing, yeah. uh, something in a relationship, fear is one of the biggest ones. So what you're saying, and just to back up a little bit, because I find this really intriguing, and this is something that when I came to truly understand and grasp this, it's really helped me a lot. I will tell you I still bite my nails, which I don't really want to do. <laughs> I have other habits that I'm trying to break. But here, here's the thing that's oh, intriguing to me. Let's we focus on develop, that well, I told, We totally can, want- but we develop these habits because they bring us some kind of pleasure but really, in the long run, they're causing us more harm or pain. Is, is that right? I mean, we're doing that because we have a perceived, you know, some kind of perceived reward. But really, in the long run, we're costing ourselves. Is that, is, did I get that right? Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Um, the, the equation is you look at the difference between short-term pleasure and long-term fulfillment. And, and again, mm-hmm. we're hardwired to gain short-term pleasure, right? But, you know, if we were uh, living in the cave days with saber tooth tigers, there were no refrigerators. So as an example, you know, we're geared for what am I going to eat tonight? I want to make sure that I feel good today. And, and we still have that same experience, right? So we will oftentimes sacrifice the long-term fulfillment, which is why it's so hard to, to take vitamins regularly or floss your teeth, right? I remember uh, one of my favorite comedians said, like, I know exactly how hard it is to stop smoking. It's exactly as hard as it is to start flossing, like, amen, man. That is exactly <laughs> that, right. That is that um, is so true, and I appreciate you um, helping to clarify that definition for me because I think that you know that was a confusing thing for me for a while to know that I was doing something that caused me pleasure, but you know, long term, it's hurting me. Uh, so, Matt, yes. I, I'm totally interested, and I wasn't avoiding this. Do you want to cure me for my nail biting, <laughs> or at least give me some <laughs> tips? I would appreciate that. We actually have to go to commercial break now, but as you can tell, uh, Matt is. 
just full of wisdom. Uh, he has he has really put in the time and effort to study human behavior, and he's now helping many people change their behaviors to really live a fulfilled life and to, to transform into the things that they want to become. When we come back from commercial break, hey, you know what, Matt, we can focus on my nail biting. We can, uh, I know I'm there's some other things that I want to ask you about and, and topics that we want to discuss as well. So when we come back, more from the fabulous Matt Browning. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. What is the real social impact that those in the entertainment industry are making? Indie Vision Radio with host Scott C. Brown, the founder of the Indie Vision Project and Maxit Magazine, is a personal conversation about their work in the industry and the impact they're having on humanity. From world health to world peace, you're given a true behind-the-scenes look at what those working in the indie realm are doing to make a positive influence on the world. On the Influencers Channel, tune in to Indie Vision Radio, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America. It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern time on the voice america influencers channel do you feel shackled to your business do you feel that there is no room for anything else like a personal life family fun did you know that there is another way listen for the unshackled life with host aaron scott young we'll discuss what helps your business work better for you so that you get to have a life Aaron Young has been starting and running companies for over 30 years. It's time for you to finally have the time, money, and freedom that you've always wanted. The Unshackled Life, Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Influencers. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. Today we're talking all about transforming your life, and I'll tell you guys a little secret. Uh, oftentimes, I use the radio show to get guests so that I can learn things, so that I can grow myself. And I think that, you know, I've, I've gotten so much out of the guests that I've had on my show today, learning from Carolyn and Matt. And so, Matt, you know, I'm secretly using this show as my platform to get over my bad habits. And hopefully, as you listen to this, you will, in all seriousness, you'll listen and you'll apply it to what you have your barriers, your habits that you want to change. But let's talk a little bit about my nails. So um, help me out here, Matt. I love it. So so before the break, we were talking about uh, bad habits. And as an example, you brought up nail biting. And that's one of the most common ones. I call it an automatic behavior. 
It's a behavior that people do before they're thinking about doing it, if that makes any sense. Um, you can probably, I'll, I'll bet, I don't know, how long have you done that for? Since you're calling yourself out. Pretty much my entire life, you know, except for when I have oh, fake nails, and then I do five, but the second I take those off, I, I, before I even know, oh, I yeah. look down and my nails are all chewed off. Yeah. So, uh, so what happens is there's, there's different behaviors that we do that our conscious mind isn't thinking about doing. Like we're not focused on it. I'll bet you probably had moments when you found yourself biting your nails and you almost didn't remember how your finger got there. You ever have an experience right. like that? Right. Yeah. And the, the challenge of automatic behaviors is, and it's real simple. We use this thing called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Um, it's essentially how to leverage the language of the mind, right? How the brain actually processes and thinks, the systems that we generally use. And we use NLP to look at one thing versus the other. Traditionally, most people try to stop biting their nails by trying to interrupt the behavior itself. So they'll do things like put um, nasty taste nail polish on their fingernails. Um, I had one client, this is... Uh, Unbelievably embarrassing. I won't, of course, say who it was. Um, 30-year-old woman who had been sucking on her middle finger since she was a little girl, and she'd been doing that her entire life. And the question wasn't, mm-hmm. how can you stop doing a behavior like that? The real question is, is there anything behind that? Is there anything that it's an example of? Um, I believe that how you do anything is how you do everything. How you do the small things is how you do the big things in life very often. So for her, it wasn't about sucking her finger. It was about what it meant. And, and when we drilled down, we found out she hadn't been in a relationship her entire adult life because she was deeply embarrassed that one day it would get close enough they'd have to spend the night in the same bed. And then she was terrified that she'd look over and her partner would look over and see all this drool hanging out of her mouth. And it was just, and she was like, I am not going to have anyone find out about that. So as a consequence, she avoided love for the last 12 years. She comes up on stage at one of our live events and I said, what have you tried? She tried everything. She tried the bitter nail polish stuff. She even tried rubbing her finger in um, that cat excrement. And, and, and the whole audience went, oh, my gosh. That's, oh, and they, everyone you know, had the same reaction you did. And I said, what <laughs> happened? I didn't want to find out. And she looked at me and said, it tasted really bad. And I'm like, oh, God, you want, okay, enough, enough. You've tried everything. Because reality is when yeah. you try to intervene, it's a true story, by the way, when you try to intervene at the level of behavior, it's already too late. It's already automatic. You'll find yourself doing it. She actually tried to tie her arms down at night and she came up with bloody wrist. I mean, it was, it was really bad. So in about five minutes, we, we made the shift and change and she never did it again. And it might sound absurd that a change can happen that quickly. But let me ask you a silly question. If you were driving the same way, Alison, to work every day, 30 years, day in, day out, and then one day someone showed you a shortcut. How long would it take you to change and take the shortcut? Well, like, would you I, I don't right know. Then? I'd like to stay right away <laughs> because I, I want to get there so. faster. Because once you have a neurological shortcut, boom, it just happens. And, and, and now you can take the new way. But our, our psychology that we've been taught through therapy and things is that change takes a long time, 21 days, 30 days, 10 years, whatever it is. And if you've been driving the same way for 30 years, are you going to take one new street every day? And then eventually 10 years later, you change? No, when you have a new way, you change, right? It happens in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. So, so we're going to use neurological repatterning to be able to change that in a heartbeat. So when I see you, I know we have an event coming up and we're going to be uh, uh, sharing the stage with, and uh, when I see you, if you want, grab me. It'll take five minutes. We'll go somewhere private. No one even has to know about it if you don't want to. Um, but I will absolutely help you do that. And I promise you it'll change. I've done this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times with severe phobias to bad habits to you name it. It works every time. 
but it's about I believing love it. that Thank you so much for offering that, that, Matt. And, uh, you know, I do, I do want to mention this event really quick. And then I, I want to talk to you about another hot topic that, uh, that's been happening lately. Uh, but but sure. first of all, this event that we're both going to be at, I think it is worth mentioning because if you're listening to Matt right now, you want more of him. <laughs> like, I listen to you and I think, oh, my goodness, how could I find out more from you? You are going to be speaking at the upcoming Icon Summit in Orange County, August 3rd through the 5th. I'm going to be there as well. Uh, Carolyn, who we just heard from, she will be there as well. So a great opportunity for networking, learning from experts like Matt. You're going to find out some more, uh, you know, really powerful and impactful information on how to transform your life. If you want tickets to that, reach out to Matt, reach out to me. Um, we'd be glad to to tell you how to get tickets to that event. So um, thank you so much for mentioning that, Matt, and for bringing that up. If you want to know more about the event, go to iconsummit.com. Again, if you want tickets, reach out to us. So, okay, so there's another thing we were talking about on break, hot topic, you help yeah. people do. So I'm drum roll here. What is it? Oh, yeah. well, we were, we were talking about the idea of uh, speed reading. And what's cool about about this is it just just think about – We've always heard that we use 10% of our brain's potential. And the truth is, who knows what that number truly is. In another 100 years, we're going to figure out that what we thought we knew wasn't accurate. But what we know now is that the brain and our, our neurology has far more potential than we ever can utilize, right? And one of the interesting ways to tap into that is whether, again, it's getting over a fear or a phobia or a bad habit like nail biting or getting yourself to get out of bed in the morning to go to the gym, whatever the habit is you want to get into, one of the, what, I think one of my favorite examples of a bad habit that we learned that almost every, especially if you're in America, I can't vouch for every country, but I know growing up in the American schooling system, this is the way I learned. All of us have this bad habit in, with reading, and it's one of the hardest things to break. Yet with NLP, I put out this entire course on speed reading called NLP Speed Reading 2.0. Um, it's a phenomenal. It's actually in final editing now. I, I did it 10 years ago, and I revamped the entire thing and uh, refilmed everything uh, just a month ago. So I'm super like high on this right now, really excited. Um, the idea is how fast could you read if you didn't limit to the system and the process and how you read? So most humans read about 200 words a minute. That's about how fast you talk. You and I could probably talk 220 maybe, right? Um, but most people read about as fast as they talk, 200 words a minute. So in the system, the, the people that have been doing the trial run of the system have, within 24 hours, everyone has at least three times their speeding, uh, their speeding, their speed reading. See, I'm even talking faster. So most everyone, who, or everyone who's done this at least has gone from 200 words a minute to 600 words a minute. Now, let me ask you a silly question. Like, what can you do if you three times your reading speed? Do you have any books? I was just asking myself that same question. I'm thinking, wow, I'd have all the books that I wanted to finish, you know, reading. And uh, yeah, I I think, I think that that's, that's incredible information. I mean, I've got a list of books right now and Hey, listen, I I sit down, I read a chapter a night. What if I could read three chapters a night? Uh, I think, or you could sit down in one hour and, and consume, right? I'm sorry to interrupt, but if you could sit down for one hour and just consume the entire book and actually get all the retention of what you wanted to get from it. Just a great process for consuming information. Um, the only place I don't use it, by the way, is in fiction books because those I kind of want to be taken through a story, right? Like a, a Lee Child, you know, Jack Reacher book. I love mm-hmm. reading those and, and, and I want to go through the story. So I read those slowly. 
but every other book, nonfiction books, Tony Robbins just came out with a new book called Unshakable. And, you know, I, I sat down and I'm like, let me just grab this book so I could just 45 minutes or so and just consume all, the, all that I needed to. Because the truth is I didn't want to read the book cover to cover. What I wanted is all the information that was in it, right? I wanted to learn something from mm-hmm. there. Um, so it, it's a fascinating process. But the, the basis is this. It's about shifting the system of the brain from an auditory system to a visual system. Let me explain real briefly and then I'll uh, kind of break for any question for it. Um, the way we all learn to read is the same way we learn the alphabet. I don't know about you. I remember in kindergarten, Allison, I, I, was, I learned the alphabet. A, B, C, D, E. And I, did you sing the song? I sang the song. And yeah. I still oh, yeah, to this I day, I don't know what <laughs> elemento is, you know. Elemental is the weirdest letter. I've never seen it in a, in a word. It's what comes before but P, later. right? Every time I sit down the toilet, elemental. Elemental. But, but isn't that true? We all, we all learn it auditorily. And one of the, the processes of auditory learning is it's called, it's sequential in nature. So it starts from the beginning and goes to the end. It's one step at a time, like musical notes. If a song came on the radio and all the, songs ha- all the notes happened all at once, it wouldn't sound very good but the notes happen sequentially one after the other. That's how we learn the alphabet, and that's how we learn to read. We learned how to, how to get one letter at a time, and eventually those letters formed a word. And we sound out the word phonetically, which is, you're wrong 50% of the time if you spell phonetically. Then we learn to put mm-hmm. words into sentences, and we really one word at a time, and it becomes a sentence, and that's where most people stop. Um, I'm actually, the, one of the biggest things hitting the market in the last couple of years is audiobooks, right? Huge on audiobooks. I love podcasts, I love radio, but audiobooks to me is actually one of the worst ways to consume a book's information. The problem is when you, when you hear a book sequentially, what happens is all the information has to be slotted in your memory in that same timeline. So if you want to go back to say what you learned in chapter seven and apply it today, you'd actually have to go back in your brain and go back to chapter one and go through sequentially until you hit chapter seven. To me, that's a big problem. So in NLP Speed Reading 2.0, I'm going to help you shift your brain so we start visually processing, which happens simultaneous. You take the entire page at once and suck it in. It's a combination of photo reading, speed reading, and even mind mapping to extract the information. So there's a ton of just cool stuff on there. Um, and like I said, it just, uh, just came out. I'm really proud of it, very excited. It's along the lines of like the master classes where there's several different short, easy-to-watch, easy-to-consume videos teaching you all these simple elements about how to convert yourself to a visual processor, how to convert yourself to a three- to six-time speed reader. Now, that's really interesting to me. I mean, you said a couple of things that identified with me. First of all, I, you know, I've always avoided speed reading because I like to read fiction novels, and you really can't yeah. speed read fiction novels. So I love how you said, hey, you know what, experience those fiction novels. But I totally am an audiobook yeah. type of person because I don't like to take the time to sit down and read an informative book, and I get so bored, and it takes too much time, and then I feel like I'm missing out because everybody's telling me all these amazing books that I should read, yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, I don't want to take the time to read all those. So this no is very intriguing to me. So I have one really important question for you, Matt. How can I get my yeah. hands on this program? Well, you can buy it for $1 million today only. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Well, it's in pre-launch right now. What you can do is um, we will be selling this on the market and doing some pretty heavy advertising out in e-commerce spaces for it for uh, about $1,000, $9.97. What I'd like to do is is if if you're cool with it, um, you can head over to my website and I will just give you a 
access to at the moment it's released. So you'll actually get access to our, our 62 page workbook as well at, which has all the information in it, as well as a 10 year old video today. And within the next couple of weeks, it should be by the end of August at the latest, um, the brand new course will be released and you get instant access to it. So uh, if you go over there now, um, I, it doesn't cost you a thing. It's just going to be a gift because, uh, because you know, Allison listen to her show. So um, if you head over to evolutionseminars.com, it's evolution seminars. That's my company's website.com. Um, you'll see right on the cover there. It says NLP speed reading 2.0. Just put your info in and, and you'll get instant access to it. And then you'll also be on the list to get the, uh, the brand new recorded, brand new edited uh, masterclass video. The moment they're released in the next few weeks to public, you'll get that before anybody else. And you'll also get that before wow. it goes on sale. You'll have it free, completely free, no cost at all. Just have it. My gift to you. Well, and that is so generous, Matt. So evolutionseminars.com, great gift. When I repost the recording, I'll make sure and put that website on as well. So if you're listening to the recording, uh, go to that link. If you're listening live, evolutionseminars.com. Thank you so much for being on today, Matt. I could talk to you all day long. Uh, we've got to wrap up oh, the show, you. though. If you want to hear more from Matt, you want to connect with him, go to his website or connect with us at the upcoming Icon Summit in Orange County, August 3rd through the 5th. Again, that's iconsummit.com. If you're interested in, in some tickets, please reach out to Matt or reach out to myself. So thank you, everybody, for listening today. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Carolyn, for being on the show, for teaching us how to transform our life. I feel truly blessed to be in the company of such great leaders and successful people. Until ne- next week, everybody, this is Allison H. Larson. Thank you for joining us on Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show. 